What's going on, everybody? It's Bishop Brigante. Welcome to another episode of Risk and Rewards. This is the show where we talk to some of your favorite personalities from all over the world, and we find out some of the risks they've taken in their careers to get where they are today. And right now, you see I got that, you see I got that all blanco on? You know, I got that all white, I'm feeling godly. So it's my pleasure to introduce himself, Millie's. What's going on, man? Yes, sir. My guy, what's going on? Welcome to Risk and Rewards, man. How you feeling? I feel good. I feel great. Excellent. The EP's doing its numbers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dave East. I mean, I've been bumping it nonstop since it dropped, and I'm loving the material, man. Only thing is with these EPs, though, it makes you really fiend for more material. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. That's the that's the objective, though. You know, yeah, we could exactly. come back for part two, three, four. Yo, let me ask you a question. When, so when you're when you're doing these types of records, I mean, you've got you've got a, a bunch of features you've been doing. But when you get into this kind of space with with a guy like Dave East, is it is them studio sessions super competitive? Because you ain't playing around with these bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and 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 he and he's not neither. Like East, if you if anybody knows East, they know he's laying his shit in about. 15 minutes like so it's super competitive he, yeah he writes he writes quick and effectively like i've seen east penna I, I did a song with east in um 2015 16 one of those and i saw him write a whole verse breaking down each age and what he was doing within 16 bars like right like 14 i was da 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 to 15 i was and he broke it all the way down into the current age he was at. And he penned that verse in front of me in like 12 minutes. Wow. And I was astonished. You know what I mean? So he's a super high level, just like competitive rapper. So you got to be on point when, when, yeah, and, when you but, get in that, but the in music, that zone. But every bar, every verse, every freestyle, I've, I've, every song I've heard you do, you're doing the exact same thing. You know what I mean? So, right, when, right. When, so how did that chemistry even like come about where you guys are like, yo, Let's drop a project. Um, it came from one song for real, like um, but we've we we've been working for a while. Like we we've right. done records since I think two thousand and fourteen, something like that. Yeah. But uh, essentially, it came from uh, he had a studio session and, and and we walked in around the same time, and there was already a beat playing. It was the Pablo and Blanco beat, which yeah. got like a South American sound and kind of kick to it. And he's been you know, calling himself, uh, he got the record, uh, bitches call me Don Pablo, photos mm. with my eyes on, and I call, you know, everybody calls me Blanco, so he was like, yo, we should do some going back and forth shit, Styles and Jada Fine. type shit, yeah. um, uh, Pablo and Blanco, and it's funny, because at the time, I was kind of, um, I was under the weather, like, I, I was a little, I was a little sick, my energy wasn't all there, like, I was dropping my album the next day, but I had just been running and gunning, this is right around the time of Blanco 3, so I'm like, all right, yeah, we could do that. But I'm like, yo, I hope my mind can just like, you know, rise to the occasion right yeah. now. Cause you know, we feel like super foggy with it, but he jumped in the booth, boom, lay this shit. I'm like, all right, let me get my four. By the time my four is done, his four is already done. I'm like, all right, let me get my four. We, I think we went four, 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 four. And then he's like, well, let's go eight, eight. And I'm like, all right, we could do eight, eight. <laughs> we go eight, 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 eight. And then, and then he's like, uh, let's go two, 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 two. <laughs> we do that. So it was like, you know, it's, it's like a competitive sport, man. But that is shit it came out dope. 
is it different? Yeah, it's amazing. Is it different um, compared to, to being a solo artist to, you know, kind of doing up now? Like, what's the, what do you feel is the pros and cons of that? Yeah, well, like even my creative process, I like to, I like to be by myself in, in, in my crib, like zone out by myself, mm. like writing in the studio that's never been my strong point, but that's what all my homies do. Like I made it on the Jada's album by just being there and doing that at that time, because that's how they all work. Like, you know, um, I never even had the luxury of being in the studio and, and, and writing, because I felt like I would be wasting money if the session's $40 mm. an hour. I'm like, yo, it's $40 an hour. I got, mm. you know, so I I um I never got um accustomed to writing in the studio. Now I am, you know, now I'm, I'm sharp to the point I can go wherever, whenever, however. Right. Um, but so yeah, uh, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> no, compared to you know being a, a solo artist to now kind of like oh yeah yeah it's, nah, a group, it's a group vibe now now it's a duo. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm comfortable working with him at this point though, you know. But uh, but yeah, it's definitely different than my solo stuff because my solo stuff is I, I just do it in a different um in a different way. I get I get real um isolated. Mm. when uh when i do my solo shit sometimes i just like it to be just me and the engineer sometimes i'll have a party in the studio and lay shit but um for the most part i get real um secluded yeah i feel you i feel you all right risk and rewards let's jump into it first question all right millies tell me what was a risk that you've taken in your career so far where it was a positive come up where it was it was it was the perfect lick. Which one? I would say um, BT Cipher 2016. I had been mm. going to the uh, to the BT Cipher. I knew where they shot it at for 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 two years prior to that because I knew a cameraman in there, my man, little Chris, Chris Robinson's son, and he would give me the drop basically on where it was going down, and he would say, "Yo, show up, hang around." maybe somebody doesn't come and maybe you could, you know, get involved. I got no PR, no label, no nothing. Just bars. Just bars in this connection. So the first year I go, nothing happened. Nobody even speaks to me. You know what I mean? Um, Second year I go, same thing. Third year, 2016, I get there. And um, and by this point, I know like the I know the procedure. I know that it's it's a room. It's it's a huge kind of like warehouse room, um, secluded location, uh, in Brooklyn, and um, and basically like you'll have the artists in their different uh, corners and a bunch of BET staff. They eat around like twelve or something. I know the whole routine. So. Right. It gets around like lunchtime, but now I've been there since like nine in the morning. Regular shit. I'm ready to stay. This goes for three days every year. So I'm ready to stay there. I don't care. Like the mm. worst come to worst, I'm gonna make some connections. Um, so I'm in there. I got my raps ready though. But uh I start to get wind that possibly somebody's not gonna show up. So um Perfect. so my man Lil Chris takes his phone. And he goes to Jesse Collins and Yomi, and I always forget the lady's name, but the, the three big dogs at BET at the time. And um, he gives them the phone and he comes back to me and he's like, yo, they're watching your, um, 
they're watching your stuff right now. Wow. And, and so and so I look over and I look at Jesse Collins and I look at these people and I'm like, yo, this the, the BT Cyphers. That was like a dream of mine, one of the biggest dreams in the world. And and I'm looking and they don't look too impressed at the link they're watching or whatever. So I'm like, <laughs> damn, I should go over there. And so he's like, yeah, you should go over there, bro. So I walk over there. I'm all nervous. I introduce myself. Ah. My, yeah, my name's Millie's. Yo, I, I really want this opportunity to something, something. He just cuts me off. He's like, rap. I'm like, rap, rap right now? He's like, yeah, rap. And you know, it's like a hundred people out there because it's it's at the lunch. It's at the area where they serve lunch or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, all the BT employees, all the other rappers, the, the rappers camps and shit like that. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna just go. And, um, and I rap. I'm wild nervous though, but I know my shit word for word like I could yeah. be I could be dead drunk and I'm not gonna slur none of these words I know I know this one you know what I mean so right. uh, so so I, I I kick my bars and about eight bars into it they finally like look up at me like and now they like locked in so mm. I'm going I'm going I'm going and at the end they're like wow that, that was pretty impressive <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll uh we'll, we'll get back to you so I go back to the lunch table I'm telling all the BT staff I just met that day I'm like yeah rap for it. like Hopefully we who knows. Like an hour later, the the lady's like, "Come here." I wish I remember her name. It's blasphemy that I don't. But she's like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna like, take a stab." Here. Was it Lynette? It wasn't Lynette. I have a sim similar story, but it was about 106 in Park. But go ahead, go ahead, carry on. Yeah. So 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 um, so she's like, "Come here, whatever." And she's like, "She's like, yeah, you, you made it. We're gonna put you on. We're wow. gonna put you in the cipher." Yo, I think I just hugged her. I was just like, oh my God, it's lit. And um, and they were like, yo, but we gotta get you ready ASAP. Sign off on this paperwork, hurry up. Like, cause I wasn't even in the the program. Like everybody right. else came through a label, PR. You gotta whatever. sign like, release forms, waivers, yeah, so all that. Right there. And um they they uh yeah, yeah, they 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 threw me in the cipher and I ended up leading off. The BET Awards, like oh, wow. so, when the BET Hip Hop Awards come on from 2016, mm -hmm. I'm literally the first thing you see. Which a lot of people were like, "How's this white boy leading off the BET <laughs> or whatever?" Hey, <laughs> hey. But yeah, like I'm, I'm literally the first person in um the Breakfast Club said I had one of the best joints. Absolutely, you know, um, a lot of people there was a lot of praise for it, man. It actually aired on national TV twice. And from there, I feel like a lot of people started taking me serious in the industry. So that was a risk in the sense of, you know, just just uh, just pulling up, spending my time and, and, and rapping in front of the Three amount years. of people. Three yeah. years. Yeah. So I, I would say that that was something that 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 I risked. Um, it's in this, you know, you know, in this career path is just you're risking rejection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. you know, so what's the worst I, I that can happen? It's like I, I, no. I really like risk shit in like in in, in the street, like there's yep. like a real risks, but this is more like you're just risking, you know, um, hurting your ego and shit like that. But yeah, so I, I did that, and, and that um that changed my predicament. That's fire. That's fire. Um, all right. Um, let's flip the coin because you know what I mean we we take these risks. We get these great moments and, uh, you know, we end up opening up the BET ciphers, kicking ass, dropping all these crazy 
albums, Blanco one, two, and three. Right, right. Now, tell me, Millie's, what was that one risk that you took that you were like, oh man, this this didn't work out, man. This wasn't the one. You know what I'm saying? Give me, give me the give me the bad risk. So the one that, that sticks out, it's not necessarily too like career related, it's more life related. Sure, sure. So I'd say um I'm a blank on the year. I'm the worst for years too, man. It's all good. Yeah, I'm I it's a blur. But this is an exclusive too, exclusive. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, so uh let's say I, I don't know, 2000 something. Yeah. 2012. Somebody could Google it. But I got a show that night at the Middle East. And um Love the Middle which, East. Yeah. So I got a show that night at the Middle East, which is like the SOBs to New York, but it's yep. in Cambridge or whatever. Yep. So there's this kid who hangs around some other other rappers that are that are on the show and I don't like him um because whatever we had some transgressions I just didn't like him I didn't feel that he was showing me the proper respect or whatever I, I don't know I was young I was high-headed and um he shows up to the show now I've been banned by the Middle East so many times <laughs> for fighting and shit like that. Like, you know, you could world star it and look Middle East <laughs> knockout, yeah. uh, Middle East, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm finally cool with the promoter. So I'm like, nah, we can't, we can't do any harm to this kid in this, in this venue right now. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, he gets the pass. But I saw him, he's with some, uh, he's with this, um, um, what nationality are um Kim Kardashian and them? Yo, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a that's a good question. Armenian. Armenian. He's, okay. I never knew that. He, yeah, I, I believe so. He's with this like Armenian type looking dude with like a trench coat, some slick back hair. I didn't think nothing of it. The kid right. that I don't like. He's with them or whatever. So I'm like, you know, I don't even think twice about it. But that night we go to the club for the after party. So now we're in the club. So the kids in the club too. So in my mind, I'm like, yo, you really feel safe to be around me, which is crazy. Like, I'm just, my mind is blown. Like you're, you're literally going to these places that I'm going. Like you think it's sweet or something. Right, right. right. So, um, <laughs> so that the, the night goes on, we don't do nothing to him in the club. Now I'm walking out of the club. Now I'm drunk. And I see him again uh, and I tell him like, yo, you think it's safe to be around me right now? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Yeah. And he says something I don't like. And, 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 and my guy I got with me, he's, a, he's like a, we, he's like a UFC fighter who never fought in the UFC, but right. I'm sure he would break a lot of UFC fighters up for right. real. Like he really does it yeah. high level. And um, we've had a million brawls downtown or whatever. That's, Boston culture, yeah, you know. Exactly. So, um, so, so basically, I tell this kid, I'm like, "Are you out your mind? You feel safe being in my circumference? Like, yeah. are you crazy?" And he says something that I don't like, 
and boom, it goes there. I take off one. Boom, 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 boom. So this is, I'm thinking, oh, this is an easy win. Um, we get him on the ground. My, my man jumps in, who's like a UFC fighter. He, he like pins him in a certain way. I go to kick his head like a football, like a, like a punt, like, like I'm about to punt his head. Boom, kick his shit. I back up to go kick his shit again. And I just feel the force of God hit me. Like something just hits me so hard and I just spin around. I just felt like I got hit in the shoulder and mm. I spin around. Mm. My head hits the concrete, boom. First time I ever got knocked out, I saw everything just change. Wow. Came back to life. Now I'm looking around. I get up, I'm like, yo, who hit me? Who hit me? Now remember the kid, the, the Armenian looking kid. So this is where the story gets crazy. So, so I go, we go home that night on the way home, I'm finding out everything that happened. They say, yo, some karate dude hit you. He didn't punch you, he hit you like this. And my shoulder was broken. So boom, he hit me, broke my shoulder on contact, hit me, this other dude we were with at the time, um, big 300 pounder type dude, he hit him in the same motion, knocked him down and swung at my man who's like a UFC fighter type right. dude. My man right. said he heard the wind go by his ear. <laughs> <laughs> And then everybody like kind of like formed on him and and he got up out of there or whatever. But so they tell me, yeah, it's the 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 Armenian looking dude who had the trench coat on. So this is the first time we've I, I, this is the first time I've ever taken a loss right, downtown. Right. Ever. <laughs> like we we got so many confused. Dumbies. So many W's, I, my mind is blown. I'm like, I can't believe I just got touched. Like, and like the fight was going so good. Like, yeah. I, I just thought it was another easy W. So about six months passed. Now, the Boston Marathon bombing happens. So now we're looking at the TV. God bless, God bless, yeah. And we're watching everything that's happening. And the name of the, the, the bomber comes out, Sarnaya, whatever his name was, right, I forget. Right, right. Yeah. His picture comes up. Come on. I'm like, yo, my phone just starts ding, 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 ding. They're like, yo, that's the dude that broke your shoulder, bro. <laughs> what? I'm like, oh my God. They start listing this shit. There's like Marshall, he's a he's an MMA fighter, trained fighter. And <laughs> bro. So so come to find out the dude who broke my shoulder and knocked me down and all of that was actually the Boston Marathon bomber. Wow. What and fuck? he was a trained fighter. And you know, after he was actually sending words back through some people after the, the incident saying, yo, tell Millie's I'm a fan. I purposely did that not to hit him. I purposely just tried to stop him from hurting the kid I was with. That, wow. you, you know what I mean? So my mind was just, yeah, was just blown off that. But I say that that was a risk I took 
to 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 go beat a kid up and and it turned out horrible for me because I ended up fucking with the Boston Marathon bomber who was a trained wow. MMA fighter. Wow. And uh, yeah, that was the first and only time I've been knocked out. You know what I mean? But he didn't knock me out. Essentially, he hit me. My yeah, head hit yeah, the yeah, joint. Yeah. But he gets super busy, and I'm okay with that. Like he took the he took the police to war. It's not. That's the one person that could have said he did something to Millie's. You know what I mean? So um, that was a crazy risk that I took that didn't turn out good for me. And that's your exclusive right there. Oh my God. Millie's in the Boston Marathon Baller. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you can't get that. That's like, that's like, that's, that story is almost going to become a myth, bro. It's like. Yo, I was actually going to go to like, if I was like super clout hungry, I would have right. called 60 Minutes, CNN. Because they were interviewing anybody who knew this kid. I just let it rock eight, nine years. And then I told you about it. Here we you know go. I mean? Risk and rewards exclusive. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, Man, I'm glad. I mean, listen, now that I know who it was, I'm glad it was just a, sh a shoulder situation. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, he's clearly not there. You know what I'm saying? So if he's not there, then that could have turned into a whole other, you know, whatever. I'm glad it was just a shoulder rock. Right. And that also shows you, yo, you never, ever know who somebody is. Facts. Don't Facts. know who somebody is and what they're capable of. 100%. Um, yeah, man. So, yo, that's crazy, man. Be careful yo, out there. Yo, thank you so much. Okay, quick question before we get out of here, because I know you're busy. You, you running around doing all this promo, killing the game. When is Blanco 4 coming? You working on it yet? That's going to come soon. We're shooting. Oh, it's done. It's done. It's done. I need like one more feature, but I, I got big features like. You know, uh, the, the ones people have seen so far, I got Benny, I got Asian Doll, I got G Herbo, like, let's go. you know, and, um, but Pablo and Blanco is out right now. So that's the nice. main focus right now. You feel me? Pablo and Blanco, the hardest. Well, everybody, everybody make sure you go, go stream it, go buy it. You know what I'm saying? Stream it, All download it, absorb it. Yeah. I love, I love the EP, man. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to more uh, material with both of y'all. Looking forward to more material just from you. And uh, yeah, man, Millie's, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Everybody, please make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, go check out all of Millie's stuff. I've already put his socials on the screen. Yeah, man, this is Risk and Rewards, man. Peace, everybody. Millie's, thank you. Thank you